Good morning, church. How's everyone doing this beautiful morning? We have uh, some anniversaries and some birthdays. Um, uh, let's see here. But I mean, the birthdays, we'd be here all day. But there's one. Uh, let's see. Today, I believe it's... Today is the fourth, right? Today is the fourth. Today is Gary Gavika's birthday today. Yeah. So we want to wish him a happy birthday. Second service. I believe he comes second service. So if you see Gary, say happy birthday. Um, but anniversaries... Um, we got Vince and Kristen, happy anniversary, Jesse and Rachel Robinson, Gerald and Anita Rowland, David and Sandy Gidry, yes, uh, George and Judy Kitchen, Dan and Melody Anderson, John and Lila Matthew, so happy anniversary to you all, let's all stand to our feet, we're going to greet and say hello to one another, but take about three minutes, um, go give someone a hug, tell someone you're glad to see them, Get outside of your comfort zone. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Let's do this. All right, let's find our seats this morning. Y'all help me. I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to chant a name real quick. I have a dear sister on staff this morning. and Help me out real quick. Help me out. Genie, 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 genie. Come on down, Miss Genie. We want to wish you a happy birthday. So from the board, the staff, we just want to say happy birthday. We appreciate you. We thank you. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. When I get a little sniffle or I, I, I you know, stub my toe, you know, I just I don't feel like coming to church. But Jeannie over here, she got two 
boots, which actually these are in style right now. Uh, the teenagers, they want them, you know what I mean? I don't know what's going on, but anyways. But Jeannie, we so appreciate you, everything you do, your heart, uh, amen, yeah. Uh, your faithfulness, your love for your church, church family, you've been through hell and back with us, and uh, God has taken you through the fire, as he always does, and you're coming out like gold. Can somebody say amen? Thank you, Jeannie, appreciate you, amen. So before, um, before we go into uh, our um, announcements, uh, we have one here. Someone say home. home. Away, away. From, from home. This is exactly what this is, home away from home. It is a home away from home, and we have a new location. Um, it's, uh, it's not Pastor's Passion. Uh, it's, it's over here at Anchor Point Lodge. And um, what's cool about this place, when I checked it out, it reminded me of Diamond Arrow. Um, Zephyr, Zephyr Point, as you all know, was more of a, I don't want to say hotel, but it just had that feel of, you know, kind of a resort. This is definitely more, someone say Diamond Arrow. It's definitely more family oriented. Um, the, the beach is 10 minutes away. Um, and so we'll have days we'll go to the beach together as a family, as a church family. But um, the presence of the Lord was, I, was there. You know, we get, on the, we, we get there and you could just sense uh, the, the presence of God. And this, this here, a lot of history here. Uh, this is we'll, we'll, where we'll be having church in the wide open. Um, and what's cool, too, because cars are driving by and they'll be able to hear the word, too. And I'm just hoping there's some like, like a traffic jam so they'll really be able to hear the word. You know what I'm saying? Worshiping God and, and we'll invite them, too. Um, and so the prices for this, as you can see, it's 200 per room. And sixty dollars uh, for food per person, okay. And so, if you want to come, I can. I let me. I don't want to say guarantee, but um, it's worth it. Come and be a part of home away from home. Is there anything I'm missing? Um, as okay, I just want to make sure I have all this. Uh, let's see. We're doing the twelve in the or one o'clock in the morning. We're jumping out into Tahoe, right? Okay, we're doing that as a church together too. One in the morning, jump into Tahoe, come out. They say it's good for you to get in. Okay, yeah. Anyways, okay. Um, you can sign up for that if you like. All right. Um, so sign up today in the uh, foyer if you'd like to sign up. And again, let me, let me just vouch. Let me just say it's worth it. Um, it's, it's, it's good for your soul. It's good for your spirit. It's, it's a mini conference, um, and it, it is a time of relaxation. And, um, but most importantly, getting the word and getting closer to each other. So home away from home at Anchor Point Lodge, um, sign up, bargain. Matt, you're up. Thank you. All right. So, uh, I don't have this on good authority, but if you want to show up just for the 1 a.m. swim, uh, you can do that just for gas money. <laughs> and a few deep breaths. <laughs> All right, welcome to Home Church. We're excited to have you here. We are so pumped to be able to just worship together, to uh, grow in God's word together. Before we get started with our actual service, we have some announcements. So first of all, yesterday we had our teen fundraiser car wash where we raised $1,400. <laughs> So $1,400 in three hours is about the average rate for a lawyer, I think. So we did not do, 
we didn't do bad at all. It was awesome. It was a lot of work. Uh, so for everybody who came out and participated in that, thank you so much. Uh, for everybody who came out and volunteered with us and did some work with us, thank you so much. Uh, we could not have done it without you. Uh, we're so excited to be able to use this money uh, to go towards those teens uh, traveling across the country. Uh, next up, this is the last week uh, to donate money to send interactive Spanish Bibles to the children in Mexico. If you remember Mark Butler talking about that, we are working through some scannable pages uh, Bibles uh, through Holman, uh, who is sending out those. You can give online. Uh, we have the little tab up for it, or you can do it in the tithe box. Just mark that you want it to go to the uh, Spanish Bibles. VBS is coming. That'll be June 21st to 23rd. That's kind of fun. So June 21st to 23rd, we have VBS. July 21st to 23rd, we have Home Away From Home. We're trying to keep it easy for you guys. Memorize the same numbers in just different months. Uh, that will run from 6 to 8 p.m. each night. Uh, we're very excited for it, so please save the dates. We will be uh, asking for volunteers <laughs> for people to help out, but please just spread the word to anybody who has children of applicable ages. We'd love to just make this a huge outreach and a great time for kids to grow in their passion for the Lord. Spanish-speaking life group uh, with Pastor Pepe and Nora is still meeting on Thursday. And there's an English-speaking Wednesday morning life group at 10 a.m. here at the church during the summer. So if you would like to attend any of those, uh, please contact the church office, and they will be able to give you more information on that. Our Independence Day barbecue is happening July 2nd at 5 p.m. at Les Hicks Junior Park. Okay. Second service is pumped about this. <laughs> They're really excited, but that's fine. Pastor Carlos did mention he's bringing more tri-tips, so uh, show up. We'll have a barbecue. We'll have a good time. We'll fellowship and uh, celebrate the nation's birthday. Also that same Sunday, July 2nd, Chuck Gerard from the band Love Song is coming, and we have a short video to show you about that. What have you done to my home? What are these people doing here? Met them at a coffee shop in Newport. Hey, man. Nice house. What are they doing in my house? Because I had this idea. If you want to reach my people, you need to speak to them in a language they understand. If I bring them into my church, I'm going to lose my job. Just listen, huh? Sit here. Hey, guys, can we just give them a taste, huh? Since I opened up 
church. I've never been in a church before. I don't think any of us have. We call ourselves Love Song because, well, we sing songs about love, real love. Dig it? July 2nd, Chuck Gerard will be here, and it is so amazing, I think. We took the teens to see that movie, but you watch a scene like that, and that church looks like uh, Congress in the State of the Union, <laughs> where you have a very <laughs> divided line. And um, I'm just so thankful that we are bringing him to a church that is so integrated, where we're not trying to divide lines between we like this and we like this. We're all just here worshiping Christ. We're all here to serve the Lord. So we're excited to bring him out here. So please join us for that. And as we move into our time of giving and singing, um, we just want to remind you that everything that we do here, every ministry and every outreach costs money. We cannot do this without the support of our congregation. Nothing that we do here comes without you guys. So thank you so much to everybody who is faithful through your tithes and offerings, through giving to the church uh, of finances and of time. Uh, we just want to remind you that we do offer three ways to do that. You can do it online, uh, in person at the back box at the back of the sanctuary or uh, through the mail. And as we go into our time of singing, if I could have everybody stand with me and enter into a time of prayer to our Lord and Savior. Lord, we are so, so thankful that we live in a community and a time that allows us to come here to sing worship to you. We're thankful that we have such an awesome, dedicated worship team who is able to lead us into singing praises to your name. We thank you for the opportunity that we have just to be alive and able to sing today. And we ask that everything that we do here, financially, volunteering, singing, praying, learning, praising your name, would be multiplied by you supernaturally. That you would grow this all to further your kingdom in ways that we can't even imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This morning we have, uh, not only is it good news because today's a day the Lord has made, we're, joyous, we're rejoicing, we're glad in it, but we have a new member on the worship team. Her name is Nicole Pullman. <laughs> welcome, Nicole. I know she just, would, she just wanted me to put her on the spot, so I just had to do it. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we're missing uh, a few voices up here this morning. Um, but, but I'm, I'm excited to know they're here with us this morning. They're going to be worshiping with us out there. Uh, Mama Jane and Majesta, if you're out there, we miss you. Um, but how many of you know, uh, sometimes it's good to take a little break. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Sing with us, worship with us. Gentlemen, help me out on this part. Guys, don't leave me hanging, please. Please don't leave me hanging. Um, you know, there's always that saying, men need to rise up in the world. Fathers need to rise up. Well, here's our chance to rise up, men. Amen? So the guys are going to say, what can wash away my sin? The ladies, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Men, what can make me whole again? Ladies, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And then all of us, 
Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain, no, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And then from there, male and female both will come together and sing together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the
from the rising from the rising to the setting sun And by the grace of God, we will carry on, Thank you. 
Do you believe that, church? Yeah. Sit with me forever, God is faithful. And forever. to be able to come to the altar and lay things at the feet of Jesus before before the sermon even starts. And so this morning, if you if you want to come to the altar this morning and pray while we sing this next song, feel free to do that. Matter of fact, you do that anytime you like. But right now we're going to designate this time right now while we sing God is so good because he is good. And uh, if you want to come to the altar this morning and just lay some things at his feet this morning as you prepare your heart for the word this morning. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
today is a, a very, very beautiful day, a good day. But, but for me and for many here, today is also a, a sad day. But not the sad you might be thinking, more of a selfish sad. Um, there's a saying in the church world, it's called the blessed subtraction. And it's when someone leaves the church that needed to leave the church because of their heart. But I'm going to be honest with you. This ain't the blessed subtraction. <laughs> but I just want to say it's such a blessing as a pastor of the church when someone does leave with a good heart. Yes. And they leave because God is calling them elsewhere. They, they're buying a house somewhere else across the United States, Virginia, a place I don't like. <laughs> But I just want you guys to know we're going to miss you. And I pray and I hope you know this is always home. And uh, I know Carl's going to miss Andrew. I know Ari's going to miss you. And Grandma miss our talks. He, I know Luke's going to miss you. Um, but we just want to say a blessing bless you guys as you guys leave but what's amazing what I feel you're not leaving you're still right here that's what I feel in my spirit I feel that and I know that so uh, I just still thank you for your hearts and uh, and as you leave I pray not only because I can I can give you gifts and things but God can do more and so we just want to pray protection over your family and that when you're down there God would open doors and and the floodgates of heaven just be poured out into your life and to your kids and your kids kids and and, and, and that, that there are things maybe that we, we need to let go of and allow God to, to come in and, and let him handle things even while we're away. Yes. Okay? Amen. All right? I'm going to pray, but I just can't right now in this moment. So, Barb, I'm going to ask you. Um, Pastor Barb, could you please uh, pray? for this beautiful family. Father God, we are so thankful that we have had Pete and AJ and their boys here with us all these months. We thank you for what they've brought in ministry to us. We thank you for AJ's ability to teach. We thank you for Pete's ability to do all of the things that needed to be done in the sound booth. We thank you for the boys and uh, for their talents and gifts that you've given to them. And we plead the blood of Christ over them as they head out to their new adventure and their new home. We pray that you will be with them. How thankful we are that we can declare that God is there already preparing their place and that they have a beautiful home to go to. We thank you for the miracle of all of the things that you've done to make this happen. And we just pray, Lord, that once they get there, they will find the right place to fellowship because you will be in that house as well. And so I pray a blessing over everyone in that family. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
Father, right now I pray, God, for Grant, for Pete, for AJ, for Andrew, for their daughter, for their animals, for the whole family, Lord, you just protect them on the way there. But Lord, we, I just want to, I just want to say, Lord, um, I just pray, Lord, that this, this new place they're going to, that you would just, uh, just open doors and, um, that not, not only, uh, financially, but ministry. And I know you're going to do that. And, um, I just, I just thank you, God, what a blessing it is they're going to be to this, their new church. But Lord, I just pray you remind them that they will always, they're always family. Um, they're a part of us, Lord, and I just pray a blessing over them, a protection over them, and um, I pray, Lord God, that you would, you would just come alive in them uh, during this move. Um, we're going to miss them, um, but Lord, we, we just thank you for their hearts and their exampleship and the years of service uh, to your house, faithfulness to your house, and the trust and they love for, have, for me and my family. When I know there were times, there was frustration. There's this always frustration, Lord. New pastor, new this, new that. But God, they're trusting you. And so I pray, God, you just bless that. Thank you, God, for their hearts. I pray your love over them, your covering over them. And things that we can't even imagine, I just ask God you do in them. In Jesus' name. Amen. God. He is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. He saved my soul. He saved. I was I just real quick I just I feel led to do this AJ is there anything sometimes we, we want to say something there is there something you'd like to say to your church family just just for a brief moment um, anyone um, anything I am so grateful for you all I am so grateful that this feels like family it feels like home um, we're going to a place where there are a lot of churches and I've been pre-watching some of the sermons and they're not Pastor Carlos. And so I've been praying that God would just let me have an open mind, let me have an open heart, let me see past the differences and see the heart of the sermon and listen for God in every sermon where I'm going to. Um, I know that this cannot be replicated, but um, I just want to go in with a joyful heart to to whatever my new Amen. church home is. Amen. 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 I just I, I want to thank uh, the whole church, the life groups. Uh, I don't want to start naming names because I'll forget some names, but I, I, 
the faith and the learning uh, was like no other church we've been to. And we've been to many, many churches. Uh, the strength of faith that I saw in those life groups was a, an, an indictment of me, and I learned uh, so much. And I just want to thank the whole church and the members of that group. And I also want to point out someone who you heard his name, but you don't hear it enough. Luke is a keystone to this church. Make sure he stays healthy. And Nelson, I haven't, I haven't had to do anything up in the booth since Nelson came along. So those two people up there, you don't see them much, but they do so much for you. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, we're uh, looking at two churches in Virginia. Uh, they both have youth groups, but I don't know if the youth leaders are ever going to have as good lessons or as doctrinally sound ones as Matt and Amanda. <laughs> that, yeah, and, and his patience. So I want to I want to thank uh, Matt and Amanda for being such good youth leaders. Um, I I want to thank you for remaining calm despite <laughs> me being in the youth group. <laughs> um, if you can handle me, you can handle anyone. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to thank everybody here for all the listening and all the support I've gotten over the years. I'd like to thank you for your generosity, Pastor Carlos, and you. I would love to thank you so much for your leadership over the life group, and oh, I think it's wow. been very productive for me. Wow. And I thank you for being a good church, and one that's, and that's really, and I think, uh, <laughs> well, Amen. I know that for you. Amen. Thank you. And I just want to thank you, and that will be it for now. Amen. Yeah, give God praise. Amen. I mean, maybe seated this morning. Maybe seated. Or find your seats. Don't be seated yet. Amen. We're still going to sing one more song. We're going to worship Jesus with one last song this morning. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? Let's worship God.
Amen. I want my sister, Pastor Barb, and also Maria, if you could come and pray in this moment. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that forever you are faithful. You are faithful to each and every one of us. Help us to always remember that. And Lord, we bow before you this morning asking that you would do a work in us that we would look like Jesus every place we go, that we would represent you well because you've done a work in us and you live in us, and we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, for this gathering. We thank you for our pastor who cares for each and every one of us, and you have filled him, Lord, with the Holy Spirit because he loves God, he loves Jesus, and he truly does speak truth to us, and we are so thankful for that. And so as he comes this morning, we pray that you would prepare the way, that you would be in him, through him, behind him, before him, and help him to deliver the message that you have given to him. We thank and praise you for all those watching online, all of those who could not be here for one reason or another this morning, and for all of the attendees here. Now hear the word of God in Spanish through our sister. In Jesus' name, amen. Amado Dios, te damos muchas gracias porque sabemos que tú estás en este lugar. Sabemos que tú miras nuestro corazón y sabes y conoces lo más profundo de nuestro ser. Te pedimos en esta mañana que tú abras nuestro corazón y nuestra mente para poder escuchar tu palabra, Señor. Te pedimos que cada día sigas renovando nuestra vida, nuestro ser. Queremos agradarte, queremos ser como tú, Señor. Utiliza este tiempo, aún las canciones que puedan hablar a nuestros corazones, que la prédica usa a tu siervo, el pastor Carlos, y que el día de hoy podamos salir con una nueva forma de ver las cosas como tú las miras, Señor. Bendice nuestros sueños, bendice nuestros caminos, bendice a tu iglesia, bendice a Home Church. Te pedimos que tu espíritu nos transforme el día de hoy. En el nombre de Jesús, agradecidos estamos. Amén. Amen. Yes, I am In my Father's house There's a place for me I'm a child of God Yes, I am Yes, I am Father, in Jesus' name this morning, Lord, if there's someone here who feels like they're not a child of God, that they're not a part of the family, we rebuke devil's, the devil's lies in Jesus' name. Everyone here is a part of your family, Lord, and I pray, God, from the weakest to the strongest, Lord, we come together this morning that you would speak to each and every one of us through your word, open our eyes, when we talk about this thing called prayer, communicating with you and hearing you, you hearing us, Lord. May our hearts be open. 
challenge us, encourage us. May this sermon be breakthrough for someone here this morning. For someone here who might be feeling like they're not hearing from you or you're not hearing them, may this be breakthrough like it was for me many, many years ago. We thank you for your word, the revelation that you give us, the blood of Christ over this message. I cannot speak it without you. I need you. Go before me. Touch your children, I pray. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Thank you, musicians and singers. We so appreciate you this morning. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 33. Wow, we might just have a second service join us. Uh, I'm going to try to speed through this here. Um, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's always a good thing. I'll never forget at camp, man, kids camp. Guys, I'm getting ready to close, and all the kids, aww. And then I came to church that next Sunday, and I said, church, I'm ready to close. And it was quiet. And I said, oh, man, I better hurry up. <laughs> all right. Jeremiah chapter 33. Uh, Pastor Barb, when she said that prayer, it couldn't be, I, I, I do really think about you guys. I really, really do. When Pastor Barb says, you know, Pastor, who cares for you? I, I think of each and every one of you. Uh, from the McDaniels to Ken and his wonderful wife in the back. Uh, I, I, H and every one of you guys, I think of you. I mean, I, there are times I dream of you. Now, please, don't take not in a creepy way. Uh, but I really, I do. I, I think about you. I'm praying for you. My heart goes to you. Um, and I so appreciate you this morning, each and every one of you. Jeremiah 33, we're going to read. Um, It says right here, moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still shut up in the court of the prison, saying, thus says the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Verse three, what does that say? Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. I've titled this sermon, Lord, hear my prayer. Somebody say, Lord, Lord. hear my prayer. Um, who here does not have a cell phone? Raise your hand if you do not have a cell phone. Andrew, okay. Wow. Um, how many you know there are certain places you can go where your cell phone does not work? I know there are certain places I can go where my cell phone uh, does not work. So when I get to these places, I'm either, uh, when I'm on the phone, I'll, I'll tell them, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm about to lose you or... Um, can I call you back um, if I'm in a basement or if I'm in the mall, maybe Winco Foods, there are certain places in the store, there's no cell service. One, it's not going to ring, and two, I won't be able to talk to anybody. Um, and so if I want it to work, I, I got to get out of the basement. I got to get out of the store. I got to get out of the location where there was no cell service. And I've learned that because when I've traveled through those places before, it wasn't working. I'd be talking to somebody and I'll lose them and I'll find myself saying words like, hello? Can you hear me? Are you there? And then normally it's, hello? Hello? And... We, we lose connection. 
The reality is many of us talk to God for him to resolve issues in our life. And God doesn't answer. And we're wondering, Lord, are you hearing me? Lord, can you hear me? Um, Eighty-five percent of churchgoers, they did a survey, 85% of churchgoers ask the pastor to pray for them or some staff because they believe God is not hearing them. Yes, God can hear the pastor, but how many know God can hear you just as well? So this morning, I want to talk about some reasons, some reasons on maybe why God is not hearing you. And before I start, I just want to say, no matter where you're at in life, there's one prayer and there's one cry that God will always hear, and that is the cry of repentance. So no matter how far, how dark, how low you are, there's one prayer that he will always hear, and that is the prayer of repentance. But as you're serving the Lord, as you're going through life, sometimes you get in these spots where you're like, man, I've been praying for this thing, and it's not happening, I'm not feeling anything, and so... I want to go through the word and on maybe, just maybe, as we, if we go under the microscope, if we allow the Holy Spirit to examine our heart, our life, to see why isn't he answering my prayer. Um, Jeremiah chapter 33 says, call to me. He doesn't say call to the church. Call to my best friend. Call to, he says, call to me. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. This is saying he wants to show you incredible things, things you cannot imagine. When I was praying for uh, Pete and Adrian right now, I was just praying, and, and honestly, this verse came to my mind. There are things you guys cannot imagine that God is going to do in your life. That's a beautiful thing. The word call means cry out. Someone say cry out. Cry out. Open your mouth. Make a proclamation. Um, make a sound. Some people like to uh, pray silent prayers. God says open your mouth. Call to me. He didn't say whisper to me or think to me. He said call to me. Call to me, utter something, and I will answer. The word answer in the Hebrew is an interesting word. It means I will speak back. That's amazing. I will speak back. And actually, you take it a step further in the Hebrew, it's, it's in a loud way. He's going he's gonna to speak back in such a way everyone and you will know God. That's a beautiful thing. They say, then he says, show you, right here it says, he will answer and show you, means he's going to announce it publicly. That's something you've been praying for, something you've been asking, he's going to show it in the open square. He's going to open it publicly. Everyone will see, you will see what he has done and know that he is the one that gets the glory. So why, why would God not hear us? Um, if we're all honest with each other, sometimes in our walk with the Lord, we go through dry spots. 
I don't know about you, but there's, there's mountains and then there's valleys. Man, there's, there's, there, there are different, there's, you, got, you go to Lake Tahoe, you're there, and next thing you know, you're, you're in Fallon. <laughs> Nothing against Fallon. I like Fallon. They got a good restaurant out there. Um, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to go to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your, thank you, sister, but your have separated you from your God and your, and your have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Wow. I did not expect to get to any, many amens right there. But I'm going to read that one more time, hoping to get one. It says right here, but your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Uh, the scripture says, God can hear, but here's what separates us, your iniquities and your sins. Um, What's your sins? Your sins, uh, you, you, you made a mistake. You missed the mark. You did something you shouldn't have done. Your sins, your iniquities, um, wickedness, you planned it. Uh, the sin, you, you premeditated it. You thought about it before it even happened. You, you were on your way to work and you're already planning the sin. There's one thing to be walking through life. You're just doing your thing and boom, you trip, you fall, you, you, you mess up and hey, you get up. You dust yourself off, man, I, man, I messed up, and you, you, you keep moving forward. It's another thing to fall and stay there. Your sins and your iniquities. You stay in the mud. You, you reside there. You live there. You, 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 you're okay with it. You embrace it. You accept it. You buy it. You purchase it. You subscribe to it. Oh, I hit somebody's button right there. I thought I was going to get an amen. You subscribe to it. Thank you, young one. Thank you. God said, it's difficult for me to answer your prayer when you're living outside my will. It's hard for me to hear your prayer when you subscribe to the Playboy channel secretly. It's hard for me to hear your prayer about when it comes to finances and things when you're giving more to everything else but the house of God. It's hard for me, it's hard for me to hear your prayer when you're paying more to the cable company than to the house of the Lord. It's hard for me, it's hard for me to hear your prayer. It's difficult. Psalm 66. So number one, sinful behavior. Psalm 66, verse 18, it says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. The word regard in the Hebrew means if I can, if I can see it, if I can, if I can picture it. You know, I mean, some people think <clears throat> it's okay if they don't do it. It's okay if the sister doesn't go to the other sister in the church and smack her across the face and say, How dare you wear the same dress I wore today? <laughs> I'm just playing. 
whatever it is. How, how, you know, it's okay to think it, but right here, it says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Regarding my heart, heart means your feelings. Sometimes I think, well, as long as I don't do it, I'm okay. But I can, I can dream about it, I can, I can ponder it, I can just daydream. No. No, no, no. Psalm 66 says, if it's in my heart, it makes it difficult for God to hear me. Wait, no, it don't, it don't say difficult. It says he will not hear. So number two, sinful thoughts. Sinful thoughts. Teenager, listen to me. Sinful thoughts will, will come into your mind, but that doesn't mean you allow it to stay. How do you know the birds will fly by? Birds fly by every day, all day they fly by. It's another thing to allow the bird to land, build a nest, cover her eggs. Next thing you know, those eggs are now developing. And then now those eggs are now, those babies are coming. And now you've got five more in-depth, complicated thoughts. You understand what I'm saying? It's one thing to allow, hey, thoughts are going to come and go. That's why the Bible says in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, correct me if I'm wrong, we have to take our, car, our, our thoughts captive. Arrest your thoughts. Anything that doesn't agree with God's word, take every thought captive. Because when you accept a thought, when you sow a thought, you're going to reap a feeling. And when you reap a feeling, you will reap an act. And when you sow an act, you're going to reap a habit. And when you sow a habit, you're going to reap a lifestyle. And when you sow a lifestyle, you're going to reap a destiny. And when you reap a destiny, and you sow the destiny, you're going you're to reap an eternity. But I'm encouraged to know that all have fallen short and we all need forgiveness. So number one, sinful behavior. Number two, sinful thoughts. Sinful thoughts causes, it causes God not to hear us. Sinful thoughts. Let's go to James chapter four, verse three. James chapter four, verse three. It says, you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. So number three is wrong motives. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss. The word amiss means you're asking for worthless reason. You're asking for something that's not good, it's not biblical, so God says, I can't answer you because you're gonna, you want to spend it on your own pleasures. Are you hearing me, church? God wants to bless you. He wants to hear you. He, but he says, I cannot answer you because you ask amiss. You want to spend it on your own pleasures. I want to bless you. We're praying for a new vehicle. We're praying for something new. And God says, I want to, I want to do that for you. But you're pray, it's for selfish reasons. Lord, I pray you give me a scholarship to go to, to all across, across the world. I'd like to get a, 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 a I want to I wanna get this degree, and there's no church in the area. There's nothing there, but Lord, I really need this. And you ask amiss. 
God says it's for selfish pleasure. You ask for a new car, but God says, I'm, I give the hoopty you got right now, you ain't even picking in people for church. Why am I going to give you a new one? And so we got to step out outside of God's will, miss church on Sundays, do it on our own to buy that new car. Next thing we know, we're outside of God's will. But if we, but if we don't ask him, miss if we're in his will, we're asking him things, and he will hear us. When we make it our agenda to promote God's agenda, then God, the God we serve, will give us the desires of our heart. I promise you that. John 5.14 uh, Now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I don't know about you, but I want to be in God's will. I want to be according to his will. If we have the confidence to ask him according uh, anything according to his will, he hears us. God is saying, I will answer you. God wants to hear you. He wants to, he's not playing hide and seek. He's not running from you. But what you're asking him, is it according to his will? Man, he's getting too quiet. I don't know what's going on. I know I'm right, I'm, and I'm in the right neighborhood when it's getting real quiet. <laughs> See, like in, in, the, in real life, when I'm driving down the street and it's like real quiet and scary, I know I'm in the wrong neighborhood. But when I'm preaching and it's getting real quiet, I know I'm right where I belong, right here. I'm right, I'm right there. God says, you, you ask, it's for, it's for your pleasure. I'm not answering because you're asking. It's not according to my will. How many of you know we don't need to ask for the numbers that's played on the lotto? That's not according to his will. No, I'm serious. I say that because I've seen people say, Pastor, can you pray for me? Now, thank God it hasn't been this church. But I've had people, can you pray? I got, I got the numbers. I want to make sure I get the numbers for the lotto. It's not according to his will. Pastor, how do I know his will for my life? You know it by opening up his book. I can guarantee you if you go to the Bible studies, if you're faithful to church, if you're reading your word every day, you will find out God's will for your life. Amen. You will. God wants to hear you. He wants to hear us. So number three, um, wrong motives. I find, my, I find myself praying for things. Wait, wait a second here. This, this is actually going to take me, yeah, that's, that's selfish. I there's nothing wrong with it. I, I, God bless me with it. There's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But wait, hold on, Lord, is this is this according to your will, or is this going to take me outside your will? Matthew seventeen fourteen through twenty one. A sick child is brought to Jesus, actually to the disciples, and the disciples can't heal him. It's the kid that had the seizures. He's going through. He has seizures, um, epileptic seizures, and all of a sudden, uh, Jesus comes on the scene. Uh, you could read, read 14 through 21 in your own time, but just 19, I want to read verse 19 right here. Um, verse 19 says, Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. You know, I've prayed for people, and I, and I'll always, I always ask, when I'm at the hospital and, and places, I say, 
um, before I pray for you, do you believe God can heal you? And, it's, and it's, it encourages me when I see people, yes, I believe God can heal me. I believe he can. I know he can. Okay, let's believe together. And I prayed for people, do you believe God can heal you? And it's, well, if it's his will. If, you know, I'm, pastor, I've been asked that a million times. If he wants it to, I, I guess. Because of your unbelief. So number four, unbelief. How I many know oh, we got to believe? We have to believe. We have to have faith. Yes, there's some doubts. Yes, there's some fear. Just like I remember when I was a child, I remember, I remember standing at, at, at the uh, at Sam's Park by the Truckee River, and I'd be there, and we'd be barbecue, and I was, I was about Ari's age. I remember jumping into my, my, my parents' arms, and there was that fear. There was something there, but I, I knew, I believed they would catch me. That catches the heart of God. When, when we have faith and we trust in him, we say, God, I believe, I know you can do this. And if it doesn't happen, I'm still going to believe in you. Amen. Amen. When we come to him, we need to know, you know, Lord, I, I believe. I've been, asking for, I've been asking you for this for many, but I, I believe, I know you can do this. Again, I want to I make sure I reiterate this. There is one prayer that he always hears, and that is the cry, that is the prayer of repentance. No matter where you're at in life, no matter what's going on, he says right here uh, to finish the verse, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing is impossible for you. Nothing. With God, all things are possible. Verse 21, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer. And here's the F word right here. <laughs> Fasting. And some of you already guessed it. Church, I want to, before we go into our prayer, uh, I want to call for a, a three-day church fast. And my, my heart, my prayer is, and again, we all got different things going on in our life, I understand. Um, but I'm, by the grace of God, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need God's strength and help, but three days of just the word, prayer, work, kids, school, everything else, and water. Um. So I would encourage you, uh, because I, I'm not just praying and fasting, just, just praying fast, but there are things that are going on behind the scenes in your life. Some of you don't think I know. But I know. Don't look at your husband and ask if you told me. Please, don't. <laughs> but there are things going on in your life, and you think, I, I, oh, there's no way. No, I, I, I know more than you think. 
We need to pray and fast as a church that God may come through your situation. There's a real enemy. There's a real, he's trying to rob you. He wants to take your family. He wants to take you out of the will of God. And he's going to use money to do it. He's going to use the summer to do it. He's going to use all these things. We need to pray and fast as a church together that we may be strong together. And so again, if you can't do the three, if I understand, if you've got things going on, that says, but can we do this together? And so I would ask for Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, we're going to break the fast. Wednesday night, we come together. But Monday night, uh, 6.30, uh, we'll come here to the church. We'll pray uh, tomorrow, tomorrow evening, Tuesday evening. If you can't make it, you're working, it's okay. Why don't you do, take it your, your own time? Find a spot, find a place to pray. You know, normally when, when I'm fasting and I get a little hungry, I just open up the Bible. I just start reading God's word to feed my spirit. I start getting anxious, start getting, I drink a lot of water. Okay, uh, drink a lot of water. You start getting, start praying. Find a spot, you know, go and, go and pray. And um, be encouraged, be strengthened. But right here, I love what it says. For surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. I got to wonder, how did Jesus get beat when he was innocent? How did Christ go through everything he went through to hang with someone, to love someone, and for them to betray them, and for him to turn to the world and say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He prayed, he fasted for 40 days. Can we do three? Can we do this together? Because there are mountains in your life. There are mountains. There are things going to be coming up in your life. And my prayer is that you say, mountain move. And guess what? That mountain's going to move. Amen. That obstacle is going to come out of the way. That thing is going to... It's going to be resolved because we're praying, we're fasting. And then I would ask, when we break the fast, again, bring whatever you want to bring. But last time, we had the, we had the Grand Sierra buffet here. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> it was a little too much. <laughs> so if we can, if we break, we, when we break the fast, if we can bring light foods. Again, if you, want, if you want to bring, bring whatever you want to bring, but if we can bring light foods, that'd be appreciated. But um, I'd like us to stand as a church body. Um, we already got people out in the foyer right now. And again, thank you for your patience and your time. So appreciate you. I want to thank our, our church board uh, for their faithfulness and, and, and love and, and uh, their wisdom and counsel. I want to thank our staff. I want to thank uh, our church for all the hard work they did yesterday. And uh, again, uh, before we go into prayer, I want to thank uh, the Millen family for their love, for their faithfulness, and just for who you are. We so appreciate you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. You're here this morning and say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. Jesus is not living in my heart. He's not living in my life. If I was to die today, I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I would not make heaven my home. You don't want to play church with God. We're not here to play. We're, we're here. We're not here to judge. We are here to let you know there's a Savior, there's a, there's, a, there's a God in heaven who knows your deepest thoughts, who knows what's going on. 
And he says, I just want you to be honest with me. I just want you to come to the cross. I just want you to come and repent of your sins. If that's you this morning, we're going to open these altars. Just come to this altar right now. Come. No one's looking around. Just come to the altar and pray. Come to the altar right now and pray. Say, God, forgive me of my sin. Amen. Can we give God a clap offering right now? Amen. Hallelujah. God, forgive me of my sin. I repent. I'm sorry. Can I have someone come pray with our brothers? Someone lay hands and pray with them. Let's bow our heads this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for the cross, for your salvation, for your love. We thank you that we can come to this place that's safe. Lord, I thank you, God, for, for just, what was it, Tuesday, for that grandfather who called me and said, I showed my granddaughter who wanted to transition only because it was something popular. And after she saw the video, after, he said she doesn't want to do it anymore. God, we thank you for what you're doing in this place and outside these four walls. We thank you, God, that we could come to this place, that we have teenagers, that one, one just said uh, Thursday we, 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 in, in youth group, I think I, I, I'm so grateful to come to a place that I, could, I, I'm, I am who I am. I go to school, they want me to change, they want me to be something I'm not, and God created me to be, a, I am a girl. And I, Lord, I pray this morning that you would remind each and every one of us that we are precious in your sight. So we thank you, Lord, for last week. We thank you for today. We thank you for those who are here at the altar. Father, I pray that you would help each and every one of us as we pray and fast, that you would give us the strength and that when Satan's lying to us and saying, you're going you're gonna, to, you, nope, you need, no, that we would rely on you. And that also, Lord, we just be honest. If we can only do one day, we can only do one day. But we give you our all. We give you, we give you everything we got. Bless, bless that, Lord. Every heart that's willing, bless them, I pray. And every heart that's on the, that's on the edge, not just, God, I pray you just, you just, by your grace and mercy, just, just move them right on over, Lord. That they would trust you. Pray and fast that your name may get the glory and the things that you want to do for us. Church, pray with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, help me put you first in my life. You are a jealous God. You say, there shall be no other gods before me. And Lord, we remove, we remove all idols, we put you first. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray a blessing over our church, over our, our families, extended families, people that we know who aren't here this morning. I pray that you would also just stretch your mighty hand, God. People that people are thinking of right now, whoever they are, that your Holy Spirit be over them, God. That you draw them home. You draw them near. Wherever they live, I pray your Holy Spirit right now, just right now, wherever they're at, whether wherever they're in New York, Florida, California, wherever they're at, God, here locally, you say your Holy Spirit just go their way right now and visit them. Because we believe you can save them. We believe you can change them. We believe. We thank you for what you're going to do ahead of time. 
In Jesus' precious name we pray, and all God's children say Amen. Amen. Be blessed, church. Be blessed this morning. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh. 